Hi, beautiful beings. Welcome to another episode here on the Joanne Oswald Jones podcast. Today is episode 21. It's Friday, the 24th of June. And the conversation is going to be about how do you know if you're on the right path in life? And do you listen to the signs that are being shown? Let's dive right in. So how do we know if we're on the right path in life? Well, I don't know about you beautiful people, but I know it's something that I have always been interested in and um, wondered. I've also been so curious. I've always been really curious about life on earth. Like, why are we here? You know, what what is this? What's the purpose of us being here? And this curiosity of mine led me to initially studying natural health and healing, which then led me to studying iridology, which then led to looking in and learning all about personal development, emotional healing. And and really that journey has continued and taken me on a path of, you know, looking into all aspects of human potential and our purpose for being here. And before I even began this form of study, I really felt within me that it was this feeling that I had that the reason why we're here on Earth is because Earth is like a playground for us. It's like school. And it's a place that our soul has come and chosen to be in to evolve an experience. Um, So that was something that, you know, intrigued me and something that I believed in. And as was the ability of our physical bodies, like it's always amazed me how incredible we are and how we're programmed without even having to program ourselves. It's like this intelligence we have within us, which at the time I didn't know what that was. But I used to think if I can be created, then surely my body um, can look after itself and surely my body can heal itself. And so, for example, it never felt right for me, okay? If I have like a headache or had a headache, it would never feel right for me to suppress that headache with a painkiller because I always wanted to know, well, why? What's behind the headache? You know, is it is the headache trying to tell me something? And I guess way back then and way back when, I didn't know that my higher self and my source energy um, was communicating to me with physical signs that would enable me to understand my purpose for being here. That came much later, right? But I just had this notion that we were here in school and that the body could heal itself naturally and there had to be much more to life and the reason for being here than just being me, Joanne. And so anyway, as time went on and I studied more and more, I had all sorts of amazing life experiences, some good, some horrific. Um, I came across teachings such as A Course in Miracles and the works of people like Dolores Cannon. You can imagine my squeal of joy and delight when I learned about who we really are and why we're here. And listen, I've only scratched the surface. So um, there's a lot more learning to do. But in a nutshell, you know, who we really are is much greater than we know ourselves to be. And that we chose to incarnate to the earth to play a game, a board game of experiences. And these experiences would enable us to grow and develop. And so our experiences and this game basically help us to step closer to who we really are, to find our inner security, 
our strength and our power as master manifestors um, and to learn to live our lives coming from love and potential rather from rather than from fear and restriction I mean like that blew my mind like how cool is that that life is a board game of experiences to help us remember who we are which we forget when we come in like so we forget who we are when we come in and this whole point of life is to help us remember who we are and get back to that and it's the same for all of us so it's to learn through our choices and life's ups and downs, how to keep changing and growing so that we step into our own authority and we step into that inner security and become smarter, step outside of our comfort zone, grab the steering wheel of life and take risks and, I don't know, create something perhaps that you thought you couldn't do or design your life the way you thought you couldn't. But in short, it's about stepping up and becoming the grandest version of yourself via your experiences. So in many respects, there isn't actually a right path. You know, how do you know if you're on a right path? There isn't necessarily a right path. I mean, there is in the sense that whatever it is that brings you joy and whatever it is that you're naturally good at or you feel drawn to and resonate with is a sign that that potentially is the right path for you and what you should be doing. But the main point is to play the board game and get to the point where you're feeling as though you have arrived. I mean, it's it's mind-blowing, really. And I suppose, what, what, what do I mean by you've arrived? Well, what I've learned thus far and where I'm at is that it's nothing can throw you. Nothing can wobble you. You don't feel the need to change who you are to be validated or accepted. You don't chase outside of yourself. You don't think there's anything missing, right? So it's it's almost as though you don't mind what happens because you know within yourself that you, your higher self, your source energy, the, the fact that you're part of source energy can handle it and create what you want. And it's like being firmly in your center and really comfortable with that. I mean... How empowering is that? And, you know, I had a situation a couple of days ago where I thought it was so crazy. I sat there and I thought, wow, it's taken, and I was thinking this in context with the game, with the board game, right, and the experiences. I thought, it's taken losing everything. It's taken losing a family home, a marriage, money, security, perceived security, I might say, security. It's taken gaining three stone in weight um, and being much more chubby than I normally am. It's taken all these sorts of experiences to help me get to the truth of who I really am, which is far more powerful than I ever had imagined when I had all that perceived security. So it's... It's crazy. Anyway, so going back, so now we understand why we're here, which really is like a huge relief in itself because we're here to play the game of life. There isn't necessarily a right path, but what feels good for you is an indication that keep following that route because it's taking you somewhere, right? So we have our reason and we have our purpose, right? But how do we know if we're getting it right? How do we know if we're moving up the ladder on this board game and we're getting closer to the truth of who we are, right? 
Well, we're given signals and signs from the source of all knowledge, from source energy, from the divine, from your higher self, from God, whichever you want to call it, from your physical body. All right. We're given signs that help us. And if we learn to pay attention to these signals, the game of life is much easier. And the signals and the signs are there to help us peel back those layers of insecurity, the feelings of insignificant, the limiting beliefs. All that, That's what they're designed to do. They're designed to help steer you along this game, really. And the three ways that we actually receive this help, there are three ways in which we receive help. The first one is through illness, disease, imbalance, poor health, because we know behind every physical manifestation, there is an emotional suppression, all right? It, because we know how intelligent the body is and that the body can heal itself naturally. So if the body is manifesting something which is displeasing, which is um, not uh, vibrant and healthy, it's a form of communication. So it's it's your body consciousness, your soul, trying to get your attention to say something needs changing. So that's one way in which we receive signals and help. Um, the other way is through our experiences. And this is both good and bad experiences. You know, it's... Um, it's a confirmation. A good experience could be a real confirmation, a sign from your highest good that, you know, this is this is the right thing for you. You feel joyful. You feel great. Continue to pursue it. And equally, when we experience something on the op opposite end of the scale, such as chaos, difficulty, blocks, upset, what we might term as a bad experience it's also a sign, it's a signal to say, uh -uh, something needs paying attention here, maybe peel back what you're being shown and what needs to be changed in order to restore balance. And then the third way we receive information or a signal or a sign is through subtle information. And this is that intuitive feeling that you get within, you know, it's that, or it's like maybe a sudden memory, a gnawing within you, a feeling of dis-ease or uncomfortableness, or perhaps it comes in the form of a flash of inspiration or a voice in your head, um, or it's something you can't articulate, but there's just this little sense of something trying to get your attention. It could come from outside of yourself. So for example, it could be a feather that falls at your feet, or perhaps it's the words of a song that suddenly jump out at you. Even though you've heard that song so many times before, but you've never really heard the words. And then suddenly one day, these words jump out at you. This could also be another sign, another signal in a subtle way, trying to get your attention. So these are the three ways that we get help to navigate this game of life. So I thought what I'd do is I would share with you some examples of some signs and signals that have happened in our household over the, the last couple of weeks, as well as a situation that happened recently to a friend of mine. Honestly, I, I, I love, love interpreting life this with these signs and signals because, God, they're so profound. When you get the message, you know, it literally is life-changing and it's... Yeah, it's it's really profound. Anyway, let me share something that happened to you, to me rather. Um, I said, let me share something with you that happened to me. 
recently. So there are so many things I could share, right? Some major disasters from the past, which I will share with you at some point. But this was the most recent signal that I had, which I think is a perfect example of a sign, um, which was to help me get the message that I've been needing to hear and to grasp, which ultimately will help me help propel me further on this board game of life. So it must have been a couple of Mondays ago now, I began to feel dizzy. And I thought to myself, "Mm, what's this, you know, didn't pay too much attention to it. I thought that perhaps the dizziness would go away um, when I went to bed that night. But it didn't, it was literally the moment I sat up in bed the next morning, the dizziness was still there. And it went on for three or four days. And I was just quietly trying to work out what it was. Perhaps I was thinking, is it a vitamin or mineral deficiency? You know, was I low in iron or maybe zinc or was I dehydrated? Could it have been my blood sugar levels? Or was there just, you know, some form of recalibration going on given that I've not been drinking or had not had enough protein? Anyway, all these sorts of things were going through my head and really what I should have just done. I should have at that point just said, what are you trying to show me? And, you know, what am I being shown here? But I didn't. And I adjusted all of the above. I ordered some iron, I, you know, making sure I was hydrated, etc. And I was still dizzy, actually really dizzy. And I thought, ah, finally, okay, I'm being shown something here, something that I need to take note of. Um, I knew it wasn't any of the above. And I thought something's trying to get my attention. But because I couldn't figure it out myself, I contacted Corinne Barul. Um, Corinne is, oh, she's amazing. She's an unconscious belief transformation, ex, ex, transformation expert. If you haven't heard from her, I recommend that you check her out. I will leave her information in today's episode for you. She has actually been on the show. She's episode 17, where we discussed all manners of the human psyche um, amazing episode, so listen to it. But uh, basically, Corinne can go into your unconsciousness and see what's going on. Absolutely phenomenal. Anyway, so I asked Corinne if we could check into the dizziness to see what I was being shown or what I needed to understand because I couldn't access it myself. And it's fascinating. The dizziness was basically communicating that I had some layers, um, some layers of fear in connection to me welcoming that I can receive and have whatever I want, even if I'm not perfect, and that it's okay to receive when I have imperfections within me. So obviously, I've got loads of imperfections, right? Um, But it, you know, if I didn't, I wouldn't be here. It's as simple as that. Um, I'd have mastered the game. But you know, anyway, I was holding this deep belief within me that I couldn't have what I wanted because I'm not perfect. Um, And the dizziness was also trying to get my attention to burn through layers of fear in relation to me being successful. And so there was this um, communication, which was the more I am me without filters or worry um, as to how I'm going to be perceived, the more I can have and will be because obviously I'm presenting the authentic self to the world. Um, And there was also a fear that I needed to compromise to get what I wanted in life and that I can't present myself fully to the world as I am. Um, It was like having to put a persona or a mask on for others to see. So 
there was this message which was, you know, the more I'm just me, even with the podcast, the conversations are to be like conversations I would have with very close friends or daughters, because if I'm free and authentic, it then also allows other people to be free and authentic. Um, And that's really important, right? So there was just this communication that I was being shown with the dizziness and there was like too much um, energy in my head. And basically, so we moved it. It It was healed, transformed. And I'm not joking with you, within, I don't know, a couple of hours, um, the dizziness had gone. So that is one example of a physical sign, which is just amazing because, you know, when I sat and processed, yeah, processed the information, I could relate to it. It it was an absolute truth. It was something that I have been needing to work on. So, um, yeah, they're all for the highest good, ultimately. Anyway, right, here's another example of how our body or higher self, um, divine, will try and get our attention. This is something that happened to one of my closest friends. And she went through a situation earlier this week, which was, has been a pretty big lesson, to be honest. Um, She's an artist, and she creates the most beautiful sculptures, which are all hand carved. They're absolutely magnificent. But she doesn't always think so. And she doesn't believe so. Um, she and another artist were put forward for a private commission, which was for four sculptures that would be placed in the grounds of a private property. And this commission would have meant about a £120,000 fee for her. So plus a really incredible experience and an incredible project to work on. And she found out just a couple of days ago that she lost out to the other artist. Despite the fact that the client loved her work, And he actually preferred her work to the other artist. So go figure that. The client preferred her work, but chose the other artist. Right? Crazy. Let me just rewind back a little, though, in terms of time, because then I can share the bigger picture to you, or should I say, how long these signs and signals have been trying to get her attention for quite a long time. So when she first started out as an artist... She had a vision and she was very clear about her work and what she was here, what she is here to create and how to be of service to humanity, which was that her art embraces the feminine. Her sculptures are to bring beauty and peace to the world and to balance the masculine and feminine energies. And she started out knowing that vision and that purpose with such conviction Her work has been exhibited in places like Kew Gardens, Hampton Court, um, various art galleries internationally and nationally. Um, And in one of her earlier shows with these beautiful feminine sculptures, she attracted some really horrible comments by women, by other women who were being really critical of her work. And they were saying in a very patronising way, oh, my God, look at that. It's way too feminine plus other various um, negative critical comments about her work being not retro enough and in many respects disregarding her and her creations as a serious artist and contender for the show. So listen, she also had lots of positive comments and praise too, but this really stuck out with her. These comments really sort of 
I suppose, upset her and affected her. Towards the end of the show, a man who had been sitting behind her and he'd been at the show um, throughout, you know, throughout the week. And he came up and he said to her, I've been listening to those women, those women who have been so loud and critical of your work. He said, don't be upset because they were all way too far in their male energy and your and your pieces of work reflect to them the lack of femininity and the lack of feminine energy that they possess. All right. Beautiful way of saying that to her. Um, but sadly, the damage to her self-belief and her work was already done. So let's move forward now. So over the years, she's had some really big show-stopping central pieces. She's had some incredible commissions. And every single piece of sculpture that she's ever done has been sold. She, she is, it's not like this woman is not a talented artist, okay? Every piece of work she does gets sold. But within her, there was this false belief that her work was not to be taken seriously and that her pieces are just little garden sculptures and that they're way too feminine and they're not retro enough to be considered real art and who would want them, you know, or they're not way, they're not, they're not significant enough to be considered expensive pieces of art, right? And let me just say this too, she hand carves all of her work. No machines, it's just her intuition and her hands. And honestly, her work is incredible. Um, in fact, I, I will link her website in this information because I just think everyone should see what she does because it is incredible. But back to the story and back to the signs and the signal that she was being given for this board game of life. So at the beginning of this opportunity with this private commission, um, she was really excited, okay? And she very quickly began to notice that she started to feel tired and that then the fatigue set in and it got worse and worse until there were a couple of days that she could barely get out of bed. She barely had the energy to get out of bed. And it's so unusual for her because she's normally up at the lark and out the door. But um, she wasn't paying attention and she wasn't asking what was being shown. So the signs ramped up a little. So they, they went from her feeling tired to feeling fatigued, to then getting um, a rash between her fingertips, which were really irritating and itchy. It was like they were trying to get her attention, but she ignored that. Then she had a weakness in her arms and her hands, which resulted making her tools feel really heavy and re really impacting her the physical strength for her to be able to work. All of these were signs and they were happening while she was waiting to find out whether she'd been chosen for this commission. So anyway, when she found out that she had finally lost the lost out, she was feeling, as you can imagine, <laughs> really gutted and lost. And she even contemplated up giving, contemplated giving up her work and wondering why she even bothers. It was at this point she began to think, okay, what am I being shown here? I need to look for a sign or a signal to help her understand why she hadn't got the commission, what she was being shown for her own personal growth. And within 24 hours of hearing about the commission, she had an epiphany, which came completely out of the blue. I mean, I say an epiphany, she was then actively saying, show me a sign, explain, what do I need to learn here? You know, I know I'm on the right path or what feels the right path for being an artist because I know it's what I love, it's what I'm good at. 
but talk to me, explain what's gone on here. And so she had this epiphany, which came out of the blue, um, with all these memories that came back from the past and came flooding back to her. It was the you know, the critical remarks about her work being way too feminine, resulting in this belief that she wasn't good enough and her work wasn't powerful enough. And she realised with such clarity that actually, for years, she's been forsaking her work and herself. She's been forsaking the truth of her work and the essence of who she is, which is feminine energy. The feminine energy is the yin, right? It's all about receptivity. It's about receiving, nurturing. It's about calm and peace. And due to those awful comments at the time, when her self-worth and her confidence wasn't really at an all-time high, she took those words on from the women and she believed what they said to the point where she even ignored or she, after hearing those comments, she began to ignore her own femininity and she was quite tomboyish towards herself. So she was denying her authentic self, which is naturally very feminine. So having had this realisation, she now realises that she was missing all the other signals along the way, which the itching hands trying to get her attention, a sign to listen and get moving. The weakness and tiredness was her body trying to tell her, you're going to embark on a project like this with the belief that your work needs to be more retro and is not feminine enough was was going to be an uphill battle for her because it would be creating something with the wrong energy, an energy that is way too masculine and that that isn't the path for her. And within 24 hours of realising this and, and, and really getting the, the message of what she was being sh shown, she was walking out with her dog in nature thinking about what she's to do and she got the most incredible idea, which is to plan a space with various sculptures that represent the divine feminine. And that's all about receiving the feminine energy. So a place where people can go and sit quietly to reflect, to be, to enjoy the energy of abundance and peace and love, beauty and calm, and a place where people can receive and absorb the essence of the feminine. I mean, that is one, amazing, and two, so needed because we are so we're so in the masculine energy at the moment so phenomenal and you know within a matter of hours the itching and the weakness and the tiredness was beginning to lift and it's been two days since receiving that news about losing out on this commission and here she is now enthralled with inspiration about a project that's going to bring so much peace love and feminine energy to a world that's currently out of balance so that is just amazing. And, you know, sometimes it takes us months to get the message. And sometimes we keep repeating the same out-of-date behavior or the same out-of-date belief for years until finally we get that aha moment. Um, amazing. So then I'm going to give you the last, um, a, another example of a signal which was given to one of my daughters a couple of weeks ago. Um, one of my daughters is really musically gifted and she plays the piano. And several weeks ago, she started to feel a tremor in her hand. And then suddenly her hand would go numb, like it had paralysis and she couldn't move it. And this happened sporadically, but over a couple of days. Um, and at first she thought, 
perhaps it was due to the muscles in her hand being overworked from her piano playing. So she rested her hands for a few days, but the tremors continued. Now, I've brought my children up naturopathically um, and with the understanding that behind every physical manifestation, there is always an emotional suppression. So she began to think, hmm, maybe I'm being shown something here. And what did she need to change within herself emotionally or what was the communication? I mean, she did consider, was it something simply something physical? But her gut was telling her that it was a form of communication and she was being asked to recognise or change. Now, over the last 18 months, um, as you know, due to lockdown, most of us have had our life impacted and um, she was working on some big projects professionally which didn't come to fruition due to lockdown. So on a surface level she was openly frustrated and that there wasn't much she could do about it. The world had shut down right but you know it was out of her hands so she was fine about it. To all intents and purposes she was fine but deep within her the situation of of her projects not coming to fruition, had created a fear and anxiety that she wasn't moving forward in her life and that her life was frozen. So the tremors were layers of fear trying to speak to her and the paralysis was the interpretation that her life was being frozen. And so because our lives um, are operated, the majority within our unconsciousness, had she not paid attention to this pattern, um, or this this signal, should I say, the pattern would have continued to play out for her. And then what would be happening is whatever she was trying to manifest moving forward would ultimately result in not happening or not coming to fruition. And so now that she's processed and acknowledged and healed and let go of that um, signal, guess what? Yeah, the tremors and the paralysis has stopped completely and the project that she's working on is continuing to unfold and come to fruition. It's it's really amazing when you start to look at things around you. I mean, I always say that life has a perfect way of bringing forth what we need so that we can shift and grow. It's just phenomenal. And you know what? The signs and signals start out as something small. It can be an itch or an irritation or a disgruntling situation. But the longer these are ignored, they'll escalate until they're manifested as a massive loss or a, or chaos or a disaster, some huge disaster in your life in order to get your attention. And the lessons for us all are to listen closely and pay attention. Um, because of course, your body and the world around you is communicating to you at all times so that then we can really play this board game to the best of our ability. How crazy is that? It's amazing, right? So the path, the path is itself the game of life. And it's the experiences that we encounter and the choices that we make, which are there as the vehicle to help us step into the truth of who we are and remind us of the game that we're playing in the path, which is that we're connected to something so much bigger than the physical body that we're in. It helps us to become our own authority and whilst whilst doing what we love doing and the help along the way we get is the signs and the signals which present themselves in the three ways that we talked about. 
So when you get this, like, and when you really get that this is going on, it helps you to, well, I find it helps me to relax much more into the flow of the game. And in many respects, it helps me, and I'm hoping it will help you um, step out of fear and step much more into knowing that everything that's going on around you is a communication and you do have help and you're being guided. But here's the thing, and I think this is what happens is sometimes we're so busy, we're so busy fighting and pushing and rushing and living life on adrenaline and running full pelt to think that we need to get to the goal and it's the goal that we get to which will make us feel more secure when actually we're already that. That's what we come in as. We're already secure. We're already connected to something so much greater. We're already in our own authority. And what happens is when we're in all that busyness, we then miss the smaller signs and the messages from our authentic self and the divine. But when you listen, it corrects quickly. And then you can go back to enjoying flowing downstream, feeling peaceful and happy and being in our success rather than struggling to swim upstream. Does that make sense? That sounded like a whole lot of information just coming out of my mouth there. But um, yeah, amazing stuff. And that, I think, is a perfect place to end today's episode. Just keep flowing downstream. I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I hope you found it to be thought-provoking or Perhaps the information has helped to highlight something for you, maybe a sign or a signal that's been trying to communicate and get your attention, something important that you need to hear. Maybe it's helped you realise that you actually are on the right path and that it's a game, a game of growth and experience. What incredible lives we live, huh? Amazing. Next week on the show, um, I'm going to be in conversation with Sarah Rose. Sarah is a Reiki master and a homeopath. She discovered homeopathy in 2014 and it really shifted and changed her mindset towards healthcare completely. And since 2014, Sarah has integrated homeopathy, Reiki and mind-body-being healthcare protocols into her life, but also into the lives of hundreds of others by helping them step closer to the truth of who they are with these vehicles and self-help protocols, which are, as we say, so much more than we can possibly at times comprehend because we are with so much more than we think we are. So please be sure to join us for that conversation. I know you're going to enjoy it. For now, I wish you, as always, a wonderful weekend. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you step into your magnificence and remember how beautiful you are. For now, much love.